keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me today is my uh, sometimes co-host, Chris Cotton. It was good, man. What, what, what was the nickname Cotton uh, gave flag, you? It's, it's Flag. Oh, I forgot what he, what, what he gave me fucking last week. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure something out. All right. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do a new one every week until we can figure one, until one well, sticks. Yeah, uh, and he's one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've known him forever. One of the funniest guys around. He's the uh, Comedy Central. He's been on the show before. Comedy Central yeah. Rose Battle winner. Uh, half hours, two half hour specials, a bunch of late night stuff written for Inside Asian Humor, a bunch of shit. Michael Lawrence. Uh, thanks, man. I was about to call myself Mike the King Lawrence, but then I realized the allegations of that and like, <laughs> already look creepy. I'm like, that doesn't help. <laughs> Remember yeah, when you he? You can't, we, you can't say that outside of Memphis. <laughs> can uh, we talk about him at the roast? Sure, I don't care. It was the most amazing. So me, me and Dan did the Bruce Pritchard roast, and they're like, Jerry, Jerry Lawler's going to be on it. And we're like, Oh, this is going to be amazing. And he wasn't on the day as he just showed up. Was like, Yeah, I am a pedophile. And left. <laughs> what? What? He was like, like, he's like, I gotta go pick up you, my he, girl and get her some sketty. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah, I'm, in a, I'm in a young girls. And we're like, Ooh. We're young women. I don't want to, I don't want to misquote him just in case there's a libel or slander thing. Skinny line is true. It's online. But I will, but I will say, uh, it really helped my first joke out. <laughs> it really did because I went up right afterwards and I said, Jerry Sandusky Waller, everybody, oh, and I immediately Jesus had him. Christ. Isn't it amazing that this isn't what comedy is? Man, I hope he calls himself what I'm gonna call. Him. <laughs> um, oh my god Ray Kump is supposed to be here He's on his way He just said Yes, yeah, sorry This bus just got in an accident Be right there Ooh, that I hope he's okay Ray. I gotta text him Are you okay? The Ayatollah Adiakola The Gunt Ray Kump uh, The man is a man of mystery You know I mean, He's kind of like Sting During that WCW period I mean, let's, let, let's see here Because The Rock Was in an ambulance That then got hit By a Mack truck and yeah. wrestled Hogan the next week. So if he doesn't come, that's more about. Well, I, his if anything, he definitely has the body shape of Rikishi. So <laughs> if there is a car accident, I think maybe God Rikishi's involved. Him the stink face. Where, let's start out with the 10 count. <laughs> uh, good to have you back, Mike. Uh, good to have you back, Chris. And Zach's here. Yeah, Zach can't. Hey, Zach. Zach's okay. Zach's head is hanging out. Number one. Shane turns heel on The Miz, and his dad has to watch. <laughs> Look, there's reasons to love pro wrestling, and this is it. That was a weird I, cuckold. If, if it was like every once in a while they get somebody so bad they're good, and Mrs. Dad is one of my favorite characters in the last 10 years because it looks like he won a contest and <laughs> is now in a wrestling angle. Mrs. Dad looks like every guy that let Flair fuck his wife in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> One ticket to Space Mountain, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is he is he his face looks like like what would happen if Margarita fucked melanoma? You know, it is like it or is Bruce just Bruce Pritchard fucked Kevin Dunn, <laughs> which He's... may be happening as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> now that Bruce He's is got back a real on the team, face. yeah. Uh, uh, but man, that was first off like kudos to the Miz for that sad where he was like passing out in front of. His dad. I mean, the match was decent. The Usos versus the Shane and Miz was decent. Yeah. Shane works better as a heel. Facts. I'm on board. 
Yeah, I mean, it's fun watching Shane be a piece of shit. Yeah. Because you naturally, his even his entrance song, it feels like he's going to be a piece of shit yeah. at some point. But he always starts off like, no, man, I'm doing this for the people. The next thing he goes like, fuck the people. And I love that about Shane. He's such a piece of shit naturally. You know what I mean? Him and his dad. someone we can relate to because we would all also wrestle with our shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. the full pants. No yeah. one's seen my legs. <laughs> I, I, I love my calves. I'll go, I'll go cargo shorts. If I, love, I, I love his MMA moves. Too like he always like tries to pull off the uh, like he's he look like or the owner of Papa John's. My only one is he's, <laughs> he definitely Papa John's. John's. <laughs> and how Papa John's is not like Papa John should be a part owner of TNA. Like, <laughs> he just got kicked out for dropping an M bomb. You go Papa to John's TNA after the, that. That's Papa, how it works. Papa John's, the impact wrestling of pizza. <laughs> it really how is. did they last this long, dude? Not good. It's not good. AJ Styles right. was the garlic uh, sauce. Uh, uh, just an update from Comp. I said, are you okay? He said, physically, yes. <laughs> where where do you have the options here? Mentally, did it scar you that much? Did he hit? Uh, was he the bus driver? Did he just run over a kid? <laughs> what happened? I hope he's okay. Uh, he'll be here soon. Yikes. Speed uh, three. I'm, 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 my question is, are you excited for this match at Mania? No. <laughs> I'm excited for the promo. The promo should be fun. You know yeah. what I mean? They should be good. But the match is going to be horseshit. Oh, it's going to be horseshit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hate what WrestleMania has become in the sense of these like six-hour shows yeah. where they burn out the audience so that they don't care about the main event. But it's like Roman's not in it. It's actually something people are interested in. You should yeah. have it in a good position. And this is one of those filler matches that hurts the whole show. Here, here's my thing, is I'm for it if Mrs. Dad turns on him. Oh, that's going to be the funniest fucking turn. Oh, yeah. And Ms. that's going to happen. Dad on Miz? Yeah, Mrs. Dad on Miz. Does everybody hate Miz this much? No, people like the Miz now, but that's the. But how funny would that be that if Mrs. Be Dad and Shane like hugged at the end of it? Like it was the old corporation days? <laughs> that would be how, great. How sad is it that these two guys have been in WrestleMania main events? Oh. Yeah. I'm telling you, the mouse has Well, Shane has it. Well, yeah, has 2000. 2000. That counts. That's not, I mean, he's like yeah. a manager. That's yeah, but he was in it. Yeah, he was. That I mean, was I a guess part it's a the prominent end. position. But, yeah. I mean, that was one of the worst WrestleMania main events of all time. Um, and, I mean, the Miz and John Cena was not great either. But then I thought the tag team match they had at 33 was really good. Like, Man. as far as the story that went up to it, the match itself was, you know, whatever. It was, I mean, what I mean, what has... I don't like Cena, so we're not going to discuss that. I don't yeah. fucking like Cena, dude. I, I, I tried. I, I really did give it a, a fucking honest try. He's never. He's not in anything I love. Let me ask. Do you think he's had great matches? Uh, I'm very biased. Where I will watch, and I'm like, I just don't fucking like Cena. I just want to watch it's that Ninja. much. Huh? It's bad, dude. I tried. I was like, this is fucking awful. It was one of those times for I did not like dude, it, Dude, watch Cena and, a and AJ Styles at SummerSlam like 2016. It's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not going to agree <laughs> on everything. He's got a noise out of me. I'm sorry. Number two, uh, is this the worst of Rey Mysterio's outfits? If you saw this week's past SmackDown, it was some beige shit colored, <laughs> like I was like half giant Gonzalez, or is it still this when he dressed up as uh, I guess the Flash, where he looks like, like an who looks kind of like an alien or a chubacabra? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I go back and forth on Rey Mysterio's outfits because I kind of like the peacock thing he wore at WrestleMania mm -hmm. 22 um, where he, you know, looked like a character from the birdcage. But, like, sometimes he just – it's a real swing and a miss. What does he do with the outfits after he's done with them? Cause Probably sells them. You think so? You think he yeah, auctions sure them off? Them. I, I mean, I, I do love the superhero outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On brand. On brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so the Flash one is fine to me. Uh, this one, yeah, it's it just awful. it's just weird to me because it, it, yeah, they don't. I guess it they just do as many outfits as they can for the action figures. I don't yeah. see the purpose otherwise. It was too much focus on the crotch area. I mean, it really it really yeah. took your eyes straight to the dick area. Like, I mean, it was no other way of putting it. I, I tried to make that nice, but it was I was watching. Like, I just want to stare at his dick. I don't know what it is that they angle these this black and it's all sitting around the crotch. Uh, maybe it's a personal thing, uh, but just, I think that everybody's eyes drifted to the dick. Just um, so you know, his dick uh, also has a mask on it. Oh, <laughs> you know, my favorite, my favorite thing that they've done with him over the past many years is that 
they've retconned it to the where he's only ever had the mask on when you when you see family photos like they did like one of those documentaries about him even like it's like him celebrating his daughter's birthday and he has the mask on. <laughs> that's how it used to be back in the day that's that's part of the reason the crime in Mexico is so high. Nobody knows who's doing the crimes. Everybody's wearing a fucking luchador mask. Yeah, goddamn luchadors are running wild again. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Cump. Cump. Cump's making a run and take it away, you two. <laughs> I mean, if you were a luchador, what would what would you look like? What would your mask? Do you have a, a, a layout, Mike, as you would do? Yeah, I, I think my name would be... Um, El Desperado. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sounds pretty desperate. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he he uh, was in WCW and he took the mask off and looked like a little kid. It was real weird. Yeah. Um, his so. matches were still good, though. Like, we watched. Oh, the, he's one of the best gr- ever. I mean, it's so crazy. Like, he's it, unbelievable. It, you watch, like, because we, we watched Greed on this podcast, mm-hmm. thinking it was going to be a joke, but then, like, in the middle of it was, like, a Rey Mysterio tag match that was incredible and it had no real reason to be incredible number uh three who should kurt angle have his final match with i i am really like stumped i'm trying to think mm-hmm. and i was even at one point i was like well until they announced uh kofi stuff i was like hey maybe kofi i don't know it can literally be anybody yeah but what do you think would make most the most sense i don't know man i, I was i've been wrecking my brain about it for like a, a few weeks and i truly don't know i don't think anybody would make any sense uh, I, I think it should have been Brock. That's what I think it should have been. I really? Have, yeah, I, I think that would have been an yeah. unbelievable story of, you know, they wrestled, what, 16 years ago in the main event, and he lost. It's the one loss that he couldn't avenge. You even have Brock nail the shooting star press, have him practice it a bunch. It would that's be that's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's not gonna happen. Well, Brock's yeah, because it be would be a fourth move he'd have to do. Yeah. but no, I just think like some kind of he's he's all about medals. He's all about titles, and for it to not be a title match doesn't fit the character for me. Yeah, it's... for a while, what I thought they were gonna do was um, that they were gonna like have him lose every match, which they didn't do. Then they just Ooh. had him beat a Paul Cruz in true Vince McMahon fashion. Ah, have him beat a black guy. Cump, Cump, <laughs> Cump. What's oh, going on? Man. Ray Cump has entered the building in a surprise appearance. Um, but I think it should. Pro- I don't know. Like you know, it's probably gonna be Cena, but I think it's Ugh. it's. It would make more sense. I mean, get some heat on a real heel. Have like Kevin Owens go heel again and and bury him. I think you could, I think Elias would be fun just because then he'd have something to gloat about. But he's a face now, oh, right? What's going on, Ray? Hello, Ray. Checking in. Ray, are you okay? You just yeah, I was in a bus accident. What happened? <laughs> uh, a cab tried to uh, get a fare in the bus lane the last moment, and uh, they collided in the corner. The back. Oh my corner. god. Is everyone all right? Uh, I, I might have cancer now. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone all right? Was the yeah, I mean, driver okay? Vince can probably put me over now that I have cancer, though. <laughs> just, like, uh, Jesus. just like good old Roman. No Roman Reigns jokes this episode. <laughs> uh, you can't be feeling worse than this couch is right now. <laughs> Dude, I, was thinking that. I don't know what this, this couch is the real hero here. <laughs> Uh, I wish the I just, WrestleMania I, card was I'm as stacked the, as his couch is right I'm now. Seeing, yeah, I'm seeing the cover of the first Fat Boys album. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Ray, jump in on here. Who do you think Kurt Angle should have his final match with? Probably Ray Mysterio and just uh, they can do, give him a good 369. It's 619. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, 619 each time. You know, but like, the, can you draw what you think that looks like? <laughs> what? Where he puts his like he wraps his like uh you know the thing where you're giving like you for someone's giving you head on but you're on they're on your shoulders yeah you like, yeah you know like yeah he, you like, mean like so the inverted like, crab sort of thing and then he's then he's doing that sideways kick <laughs> they need me choreographing because it needs to be more provocative um that's a, that's a flirt with sexuality here. <laughs> Jesus Christ Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Ray creeped everybody out. Number four, did Randy Orton actually make me excited about a Randy Orton match? Oh, yes. I did. actually really like that promo between him and AJ Styles. Dude, that was great. Yeah. That was great. They use facts and everything. I love it. Yeah. I love it when they shit on each other and they, and they mean it. It felt like they meant it in their heart. And I was like, this that was the best part about it. Uh, it was great. I, I'm excited about Randy Orton doing uh, this match, and this should be fun. Yeah. I, I You know, this is kind of what, when, when they were teasing that Orton was coming to AEW, this is 
exactly the reason that he was going to come was to do this type of angle. So we're getting that in WrestleMania now. And it's actually really smart on the company's part because now even if he goes to AEW, there's no way that they can – like if he does the I'm the real WWE guy against the indie thing, it's going to be stale as shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. How about you, Mike? It's all right. I, I can never care about Orton. Like, yeah, for, you're, he's your Cena for great. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. fuck Cena. And I just, <laughs> I did just think of the what I think would be a great <laughs> angle opponent, Velveteen Dream. Oh, I would love have that. Have a new guy. Like, have somebody new that's. Put I mean, over. in that case, Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. The MMA terrific. stuff, and yeah, I'm Matt a better Riddle fighter be than you. And then, then, then you have Riddle for for Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, Ray, I think Orton should just lean into who he is and just go full MAGA, like, have the hat. <laughs> like you know, like they need a guy to do that. Like there is a contingent of the fan base, you know, there is that like is that and those corn fed and whatever. You, you know, miss Jack Swagger. That was his whole character. Sure, but I mean, like we yeah. the people, and he had uh, Zeb Coulter. Okay, so like Ray's like, Ray, 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 here's the charm of this podcast, Mike Ray. Hasn't watched wrestling since WrestleMania six and just started watching this year this past uh, Survivor Series. All right, I'm clued him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I'm enjoying that. So yeah. So, so they had a character named Alberto Del Rio who was an evil Mexican because that's the only ones that exist in McMahon's mind. Sure. But then he Besides became Mysterio, who's a magical Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to technically look at him. Yeah. So <laughs> then uh, he he becomes a good guy. And Jack Swagger was like this conservative dude with Zeb Coulter, and the whole thing was that immigrants are ruining the country. Wow! So like, were they? Did were they, they even go on Glenn Beck? Like, I think they went on. There Glenn was Beck. some Glenn Beck thing, and also JBL kind of had that gimmick back in the day too. But oh, he yeah. was well, more... that's his life, also. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it's so damn right it is. So instead of building a wall, his thing was just beat him up one on one, like a, like a superhero. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So progressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember remember when JBL like captured Mexicans with a net? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> this is the 20s? <laughs> yeah. No, this was I mean, and then they recycled that angle. Oh my god. Yeah. But I think in real life JBL's more of like a fucking you know, like a fret house douchebag. No, he's more of like a like a Jeb Bush Republican, you know? He's uh, not like he's like I think he's made too much money to be the guy who's outside the you know, Denny's throwing a rock at somebody. I feel it's like he's a uh, he's a secret fight club Republican. You know, what's what I mean? the, what are the secret fight club? Oh, uh, that's just basically racist Republicans who have secret fight clubs. I just kind of made them up. It's like Mitt Romney of the N word head ranch or whatever. <laughs> I do feel like at some point Ron Simmons was like, "Damn, I'm not co-signing for you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number five, if Dean Ambrose is indeed gone, what will his legacy be in the WWE? I'm not talking about his. Johnny Moxley days, Chris. I don't know. He's he's a little he's a little off the rocker. And uh, Dude, what's a highlight for you? I don't know enough about Dean Ambrose. He was doing my break. Right. He All was right. hot during my break. We're gonna we're, we're gonna skip over Chris yeah, yeah, on this yeah, yeah. one. Skip, skip uh, Mike, a guy that at the same time was too lazy but also tried too hard. Wow how, how do you how do you say that? Well, I think like the character. Just never felt organic, you know. Like, but it was always like, "I'm crazy. I'm the lunatic." Is French. that his fault though, or booking's fault? <laughs> I think some of it was, a lot of it was the booking, but also his delivery of some of the lines. I do think he was great in the Shield as the mouthpiece, the original but, Shield. Yeah, but then when they tried to make him like this baby face i mean that match with lesnar was awful which i know is supposed to that's, be lesnar's fault i mean that's not his fault yeah I, I mean from everything i've heard but he's had a lot of bad matches and a lot of bad angles the stuff with well remember, he's had some great matches with seth not this last one remember the one with jericho where there was like a potted plant on a pole or some shit there was that but there was one match they had that was, <laughs> it was pretty, really bad <laughs> it was really bad right you know who dean ambrose yeah, is? yeah i think they should work in a gimmick where uh, colin quinn plays his dad yeah, and uh, you know, kind of like the Mickey Mickey character in Rocky. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like redeem him into a, I don't know, like a baby face or some yeah, kind yeah. Of hybrid. Uh, well, he's cougar. leaving WWE. All right, but like you want him to go out as a, like you want him to go out 
in this moment of like kind of like Dragon Ball Z where Vegeta like you know sacrifices himself at the end uh, and he comes I don't back even later. know I don't know I guess I guess people if if you know Dragon Ball Z I know Dragon Ball Z is was he, pretty is good this, it was yeah. pretty good yeah, is, and I, and I, a nice turn right at the end and you can remember him as like oh he's probably good the whole time right. even though he was killing people with poison gas or something right that was his, with the gas masks uh, well, he wore the gas mask because the crowd stunk so bad. Oh, I thought boring. he was like planning on poisoning them. Right. Well, there was the one where I was I was at the Barclays Center, and I think it was him and Seth, and he comes out with like a hot dog cart because he was near Coney yeah. Island. It's like, he's crazy, and then he sprays Seth Rollins with mustard, and you're supposed to be like, what a rebel. <laughs> that was funny. I will say, there. I, okay, Dean Ambrose is, you know, in defense of Dean Ambrose, the things that, that, that I really enjoyed, but that first Shield promo where they were sitting down with Michael Cole. He was on point for that. Um, the Lumberjack match that he had with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam was, like, surprisingly great. I think that, like... Yeah, I do think that the problem with Dean Ambrose is he's got a big, long career ahead of him. So I, I think, I think uh, to, to touch upon what Mike was saying, it just it was almost like Brian Pillman in the WWE where it just didn't really... And Brian Pillman obviously had a tragic passing, but it didn't really click. Something just didn't click. And maybe it was that they they tried to they almost tried to cartoonify the Austin. Well, that's the character. thing. He's a TV fourteen character in a TV PG era. Yeah, he, yeah. A, he would have done great in like the hardcore era. Yeah, he would have done great in the and all era. That. He would have been like a good person to like throw in the mix all the time and really push the storyline. But as of now, he's just not. He's just not as fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, because his know? whole character was a promise that he couldn't make good on. I was yeah. just like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm the crazy guy, and yeah. then he just tickles you. I mean, at, I mean, if you had an Attitude Era Dean Bros, Dean Ambrose, Dean Bros, <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus an Attitude Era Stone Dean Bros are his fans. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Am an Attitude Era Dean Ambrose versus an Attitude Era Stone Cold Steve Austin, that would have been phenomenal. I think they would have made uh, Dean definitely go against Ken Shamrock heavy. They would have had a thing like that, the MMA guy versus the, the Street Fighter guy. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. And I would have, and I would have actually enjoyed watching that storyline, and it would have been a whole bunch of people get kind of getting involved. In I bet it, Ambrose you know? can fight in real life. His dad was in prison, so that's usually. A... Oh yeah, he looks like he can. He so that usually mean you're a coward. If your dad's in prison, yeah, I feel like those kids usually just need love. <laughs> yeah, they do need love, but until they get it, they beat everybody up. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make him a coward. Right. <laughs> and my last thing about him, and this is dumb, but I always hated how clean his shirts were. For a guy that's supposed I to be not. crazy, <laughs> for a guy who's supposed to be crazy, they were like immaculately clean shirts. Yeah, I did point. not, I did not get on board with the uh, with the outfit. I will say, I wish, I wish he had had just like long pants or something like that, or just mm -hmm. trunks. Um, I, I just don't. I think it's cheating when you wrestle in like real clothes. I don't like it when Elias does it. Just looks like you're like in the Outsiders or something in the book, not the yeah. We, I, I, I want to see that area where like your your strong thighs reach your like moist ass. Yeah. I need that to know it how. Fits uh, a, it, it, like a Bray Wyatt, Wyatt Boogie Nights podcast. It fits Bray Wyatt. Like it, it could fit it, certain characters. IRS, it fits. Yeah, sure. That whole family, it fits. I guess. <laughs> uh, but they're, it, uh, they're all rotundos. They're all rotundos. <laughs> um, and uh, I, 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 you know, and I, and I like the heel turn on Seth Rollins. Uh, you know, I, I did enjoy that. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like I really, really dug. Um, I, you know, he w I mean, he won the title, kind of a forgettable title reign, but it did set us up for AJ. So, you know, I'm sure he'll be welcomed back with open arms. Is anyone sad, sad about this? It's it feels like they're just gonna make more Wait, room Ambrose? for other people. Yeah. I mean, where's he get, like? What's what's the deal? Is, is he like not get a good contract with Vince? Yeah, well, Vince offered him a lot of money, and he said no. A so lot he of money. Go to AEW. Yeah. What's a lot of money for, for like for the guy like that? Probably millions of dollars a year. Yeah, like okay. that's a two or three million. Yeah. So what's what, what is what, like business wise? Forget the character. What like what's he doing? Is he trying to like get like become the biggest guy in the other thing? Well, knowing our luck, he'll try stand up comedy. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, <laughs> everyone does that. So let's read him and Stormy that Daniels can be on the same fucking show. <laughs> Yeah, let's retake that last ten minutes and just talk about how great he is and how <laughs> we could open for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you really think he's gonna have a long career in wrestling after this? You said. Yeah, I think he'll go. He'll do AEW or New Japan. Yeah. Like New, ja New Japan is would the money there. A lot of money because everybody okay. is left New Japan. Okay. I this, this would be how I would book him. I would have him in AEW 
as a business guy, have him in suits Ooh, and stuff. Yeah, change it up, slick black hair. Like Gordon that Gecko. he, yeah, that he <laughs> is a corporate guy. I mean, they've That's done that kind of thing before, but because he, he is phenomenal on the mic when he's allowed to be, he just hasn't been able to. But yeah. I also think I actually like corporate game. I'm a yeah. minority, so. But what I'll say is, I don't think the current presentation of wrestling helps a lot of guys. I don't think that talking in a ring for 15 minutes at the beginning of a RAW allows them to look strong. So I hope AEW gives them three minutes, five minutes. You know, backstage. Promos. I mean, it's better. It's like NXT. It's better with an hour or two hour show. Yeah. I mean, just imagine it if stand up. If like you had to. If you had to, I mean, money-wise, it'd be great, but if you had to have a new special every year, they would start to fucking suck. There's no way that they wouldn't start to suck. You know, every if you're, like, top of your game as a stand-up, you have a good special every two years. And that's, like, top of the game. Most of the time, it's every three years you have a pretty good special. Yeah. So, and, and that's when you're a good comic. I just don't. So these guys have to fill in, what, 10 hours of TV time every week? You just attack the entire uh, UK comedy scene. <laughs> that's their <laughs> right. entire system. Is, is that they have one hour? Well. Yeah, the whole Edinburgh. The whole thing is based on the fringe, and everybody does a new hour every year. But each special is like one and a half stories, right? Like, it's just like, you know, the time you fucking uh, got in with a gypsy and ended up stealing a bunch of uh, shrimp. I can't wait. I'm going in with a gypsy to store a bunch of shrimp. I can't wait until you're special. <laughs> and by that, I mean the 48 hours that you're going to be on. So I was in a bus accident. The Ray comes story. <laughs> Number six. Can we replace the delete arm motion? It's too much like a fucking Heil Hitler. It's too much like a Z-Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little lower. I mean, it's it's it's, 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 it's not low enough. It's shoulder, dude. it's shoulder height at, at max. <laughs> you know what I mean, so I guess that doesn't. Plus, it's, it's, it's Jeff Hardy, so it makes me feel like it's not racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, that's all I got to defend it. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, in their defense, as a Jew, we were deleted. <laughs> <laughs> it was the final deletion. <laughs> I had a follow-up, but I am Christian. Uh, <laughs> Ray, what would you replace the, uh, like, a more PC symbol than the... Uh, what, what would Mao do? Uh, Mao? Just, would he just, like, throw rice at people, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> they would just chant scraps, scraps, scraps <laughs> over the crowd. <laughs> That'd be the move to throw scraps out to the crowd. <laughs> Number seven, Ronda Rousey's post Fastlane promo. Okay, I'm going to speak in defense of this. Not because I thought her delivery was off, but it was one of the be most well written promos that WWE has come like their creative team has come up with in forever if you actually look at that promo and you're like well this is like a fucking CM Punk promo it's like yeah. that well written but you know it was well, she, thing she is, can only do so much I 100% <laughs> believe that she was looking at that promo like it felt like she was reading from a prompter it did the way that she was looking and you could tell it was going a little too fast yeah because there were no pauses or anything it felt yeah. like she was reading I yeah, mean, the problem with Ronda, I used to watch her on you know, UFC, yeah, UFC, yeah. and uh, even when it was like real life and she wasn't making it up, she came off like a phony, like whiny person. And yeah, she was like the best in the world, sure, talent wise for a while. But like they'd be like, well, "Why do you think you know, you're gonna get the title back?" Well, I just can't imagine anyone working as hard as me, and she's almost crying. And it's like it's just kind of like the least compelling. You're uh, right. You were never a Ronda Rousey fan. I mean, when she first came out, she was just kicking ass. Like, yeah, why not? But then, yeah. like, when you know, when she was on the on the back foot a little bit, she got just whiny. Meanwhile, like, um, Michelle, uh, whatever her name was, the one, the one who beat her, was just like a Nunez. Um, Nunez, yeah, Amanda yeah. Nunez, just yeah. like just a killer, just fucking. She was just a killer. Yeah, that lady is a killer, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I actually agree with Ray. Oh, that's terrifying to say. <laughs> you guys I, have a lot in common. We, we, whether, uh, you, we whether you want we to do. admit it or not, I just Chris. drink more water than he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that much more. Not water. that much. We'll both have diabetes. <laughs> it's just a color swap of the same creator wrestler. All right, <laughs> let's be honest. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like, funny. <laughs> uh, either way, I think your memorial show on this podcast will be weeks apart. So. <laughs> Unless I go dive a drug overdose, who knows, I, I guys? Think, I I think, just roll the dice. I think when talking about Rousey, she has overachieved in the ring. Like she's she's, she's great. Amazing yeah, she's ring. she's getting really. I I enjoy watching her. Wrestle. And and I respect her. I respect that she wrestles on Raw. 
that the matches do feel important. It's just the promos really are bad. And sometimes there's, you know, Dusty used to be the guy that would teach people (laughs) who's one of the best ever at it. I don't know who they have now. And I don't know know they have either. I don't know if they're having that person work with her enough. I think they got Gilbert doing it. If anybody. Yes. But he's, he's probably too tough to work with. Paul Heyman? Yeah. The guy, the Undertaker's guy? No, that's Paul Bearer. Yeah, that's Paul oh, Bearer, yeah. Paul Heyman is Brock Lesnar's guy. Oh, that creep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's great, though. I mean, he told people who can't talk how to talk yeah. in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just how to care. But, she, yeah, she just seems very unbelievable, dude. It's like, I love her. Like, that that was a good promo, but she ruined it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I don't think it. they've ever, I've never seen somebody in the ring look like they were reading from a prompter. It feels like they did that just for her. There's a couple. There's yeah. There's been a couple pretty tragic. I mean, those early Roman Reigns ones were pretty rough. Yeah. Because um, you notice she never Luger moved. had some pretty bad ones. Have they ever done a gimmick uh, where the person ostensibly couldn't speak English or was from a different planet and they put on a device and someone else would do the promo like verbally for them? Well, they had one one example where the Undertaker talked through Josh Matthews' mouth when mm. he summoned him. But as far as like, yeah, they've had translators and shit. Okay, yeah, great Kali. Yeah, great Kali couldn't. Yokozuna, talk. even though his name was Rodney and he was from like San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> so could they rebrand Rousey as a foreigner? <laughs> It's an idea. I like it's the long game. How, how, how do you do that, right? Uh, you know, you, amnesia. Cat no, no, but like, like costume-wise, what would you do? <laughs> oh, you know, maybe some Dutch fucking uh, peasant girl, or maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe just a, like, a, like a jumpsuit, like a North Korean jumpsuit. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I just imagine Ray Kump in gorilla position, just being like, "Here's the burka. Go out there, have some fun." <laughs> That's the most flattering Ray Cump impression we've had on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Number eight, how would you book Batista versus Triple H? I'll start with this one. Um, this has got to be a uh, just a lot of a lot of fucking what what does Pritchard r- refer to as Kabuki? Not, Kabuki-ish. Yeah. yeah, like just they got to throw a lot of Log- shit at the wall to make this. Yeah. I mean, first off, I, I I love heel Batista as a character. I think yeah. it's so much fun. Um, somebody somebody I don't know who did it, but somebody posted the uh, give me what I want, and they just put the Brazzers logo <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> they did that over this week. Give me what I want. Give me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I I mean I think. That what you have to do is you just have to have like, you know, Batista come out like and just have like because DX is going to the Hall of Fame, so have DX have the Horsemen beat up all these indie wrestlers that Batista brings in because Batista has no friends um, and all the security, and then the end of the match is like everybody doing their finisher on him, and then him quitting because when he quit the first time in that wheelchair after WrestleMania 26 or after a series of matches with Cena, that was fucking great. So I, I, I that that's what I would say, Chris. I love the uh, Hollywood Batista angle, and I love yeah. making him take a beating. That would be fun. Yeah, uh, really doing it up. Like you said, really, really, really enjoying the moment. I, I think that he should definitely just do a security thing. Whereas, like, I don't think that he should do any indie wrestlers. Fuck them. Well, they are indie wrestlers. All the fucking security. Yeah, just have them kind of show up in the ring. And Triple H have them hold like goals. Hollywood grab bag, you know, like award mm. show grab bags. Like they start hitting Triple H with those. <laughs> just do some Hollywood shit. Yeah, like just, it'd just be great. Dude, I love, but I do like Batista as kind of a douchebag. It yeah. fucking makes you happy. It makes you uh, anybody who c- kind of comes at Triple H in that fashion. It makes Triple H always, even though he's always a heel, never look like a heel. It was like, well, you got two heels going at it, but I like this heel better than the other one. So it's fucking fun to watch. Mike, I like we'll Batista. Get to you, I, I like I like Batista. Um, as this guy, um, Triple H is the dude who can't leave high school. Like, that's his entire <laughs> character with the fucking leather jacket and stuff. Everyone else has graduated. It's like, it's so funny when he's saying to Batista. I mean, Ric Flair is definitely not graduated. But yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but it's like the whole character of, like, you quit and then you quit again. It's like, all Batista has to do is show a clip of the chaperone. And be like, you tried this motherfucker. <laughs> or Blade Trinity. Like, you were in a Marvel movie and you sucked. Oh, that would be hilarious. They shot he was in Blade movies. Trinity. Ugh, he had a good. poodle who was like a vampire. He had a what? A poodle that turned into like a big monster vampire. Oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> His name was Stephanie. Who was the main uh, bad guy there? <laughs> uh, the main bad guy was, I think, like Dracula. It was like, like yeah. Vlad the Impaler. 
Wow. And then he had like I remember. Henchmen. I think I've seen every boy. I don't think I've seen the second boy, but I've seen the first and the third. Second one. one's great. It's Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should check it out. Ray? I think he should uh, <laughs> come out as the Drax character from the Guardians <laughs> yeah. movie. And so everyone's like, oh, he's kind of losing it. And then he pulls out a gun. <laughs> And then <laughs> and they talk him down, but like you know, and they wrestle. But much like when you show it in the first act, you have to use it in the third. Yeah, uh, he kills Check himself at the gun. end. <laughs> he kills. Oh, shoots him. That's how it ends. Like he's he's out. I think you're just reliving your fantasies. Oh. <laughs> he shoots himself uh-huh. at the very end of it. Well, that, yeah, because you have to use the gun. You can't like it's a rule of filmmaking. How many times do we have to say to you, you can't bring like it can't be like you it won't can't be a real gun. gun. It'll be a prop you, you gun. Can't you... break the fourth wall if you actually have someone murdered. Oh, it br- it's suicide. It's not murder. Well, can we? <laughs> he murders himself. I think we missed a genuinely big story last week in terms of breaking the fourth wall of Rhonda just saying it's fake. Oh, that's Those right. videos. Yeah, I mean, uh, but okay. saying it in the fakest way, it's fake. Uh, yeah, I think I you know that's the one thing I enjoy, and everybody's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is bullshit." She's exposing the business, and I'm like, "Well, this is kind of what you want." From you, this feud, some of them, the the phone one of the phone calls on nine eleven from the plane. Oh my god! One of the persons is talking, and then at the end she goes, "It's a fake." Watch this. I, I know. I've seen doc- it. I've yeah. seen the documentary. So maybe she was alluding to that. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronda Rousey is saying Vince McMahon is behind Building Seven falling. Well, or, yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a secret truther, and she's trying to. Uh, you know, get the word out there, and uh, yeah, I'm not saying that he was behind it, but he definitely co-signed it. Uh, I start going down the, the lane of like agreeing with Ray. I get, I'm terrified myself. I'm, oh man, we could be good tag team partners and things, but then, then it's just I know you're gonna fuck it up. I know you're the blue, you're the blue meanie <laughs> who's been on the podcast. I like your guys' friendship. You're like we could agree on AJ Styles, but maybe we differ on what happened at Parkland. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I'm, Parkland. I'm sure. I'm I'm shocked that you guys haven't hung out yet in real life yet. Uh, I, I, it's not gonna go. You want, well, you want to be best friends? Let's, let's do it. Fine. Build a green room that's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're not that far off. <laughs> oh, I, I included myself in this stinking couch. Uh, dude, I'm it's bad, I'm it's bad when Zach's the Adonis of today. <laughs> uh, number nine. Zach will be me in five years if he continues producing a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I know, that's true. Number nine, WWE Triple Threat Fastlane Match. All right. Now, the reason I asked you guys to watch this match, which uh, Chris and Mike, I'm sure, have watched, and Ray, I'm well, let's just not go let's, into let's it. Ask me. But I will say this: it was. I, I thought it was incredible. He, I, it Ray's was, like my favorite part of the match is when you found out that steel can't melt. At, <laughs> that, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but I actually was. I was so impressed by all three performers during this match mm-hmm. because it started out so flat. Everybody was booing it, and then. Like Mustafa Ali is so good. Like his offense is so inventive that you end up cheering for it, in spite of yourself. Um, and you know, I just thought they told a great story in the ring. Yeah, keeping it a bean. I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. Like right. I'm so happy to see him back. Honestly, when I was starting to make a, a brief comeback, he got hurt, and then I stopped giving a fuck again. Yeah, because Kevin, he to me, he's like, uh, he's kind of the new version of an old school wrestler. You know what I mean? Like he's not yeah. in great shape. He got the T-shirt on, and he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm yeah, he works the T-shirt on. And, so. Yeah, and he, but he also, he's a good worker in the, in the ring. And the way he turned You're a Bam Bam Bigelow fan. I am. I am. I'm a big Bam Bam Bigelow fan. But watching him turn that crowd, being like, fuck y'all, we wanted Kofi. And then 10 minutes later, like, man, I mean, we want Kofi, but this is also a Yeah, this is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, and it's great they didn't put Kofi in the match. But yeah. what, what do you think, Mike? I think... Um, I didn't see this match. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> because, Mike, Mike's, things are going too well for Mike to be on this podcast. I, 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 I was on the 311 cruise, <laughs> and then went to South by, and then I'm here. So I was there just too busy. K- Caroline's Comedy Club this weekend. Yeah, uh, if you guys I, hear this podcast and are in New York, you'll probably be, still be able to make the late show. But honestly, <laughs> like Fast Lane is the kind of show where like you don't need to see it. You don't need to see the show. No. I it gets in the way almost of shows. the booking for me. I, I kind of like those lead-up shows. I, I, I disagree with having an Elimination Chamber and a Fastlane. Yeah, exactly. I think it should just be one. I think it should just be Fastlane, honestly. And I watched Chamber, and Kofi was incredible in that. Oh, he's so good, man. Yeah. He's so good. 
um, and what they're doing with him on on SmackDown with the promos. I mean, well, which 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 actually gets us to number ten is the Kofi Kingston road to WrestleMania better or worse with Vince McMahon setting up the obstacles? I normally would say worse, but this is the one aspect of Vince that hasn't really been. Like the race thing hasn't been as exploited as every other thing is like the sexist thing is like the greedy capitalist thing. But like him, like like there's such undertones of him, like I'm it, not booking you as a champion because you're a black guy. Yeah, him as and it makes kind of interesting. Is fucking nice. I like him as being like, look, I'm Vince man as a real America, yeah. and this is what we do. Every time you get fucking five steps ahead, we're gonna throw fifteen more obstacles in your way, and yeah. like, and if you don't do it, hey, you're the problem. And it's like, it's great watching the angle, but it's also like infuriating which actually is pulling me in more so it's a great angle because i hate vince mcmahon at this yeah. moment but i also was like he's not doing anything that i don't expect so it's fucking dope yeah you know I mean? like, yeah uh yeah it's good i think they should ratchet it up like vince start going well why don't you complain about the muslim slave trade <laughs> no one ever brings that up <laughs> really just become... Dude, that scene is coming. Again, I'm your impression right. of vince mcmahon is our impression of you <laughs> Every time I think I know what's coming. I love it. Black people are selfish, only talking about themselves as slaves. But what about the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mike? You're usually like, let's get rid of Vince as a character, which I, I which I do get. Well, it's just that it's just been so long with the McMahons in these roles. Like yeah. every once, like Vince is only there enough that it is important when he's there. When you add in Stephanie and Shane, then it is too much. Which they I, haven't added him yet. I think it does work here, but based on his track record, and I guess is the intrigue of the story, you don't know if Kofi's going to win. It is, that is yeah. like something that I keep thinking about is Booker T, WrestleMania 19. Yeah. Is it going to happen again? Dude, Will you stop man. being a wrestling fan, Chris, if it, they job Kofi at? No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. I won't. Because it's it's... it's True to form, you know what I mean. But at the same token, it's I, I like how they're playing off of that that this whole storyline. Like, yeah, I've been doing this for years. I've been yeah. fucking over the black characters, but they also are in, in in turn. WWE is like we're also playing up the women. You know what I mean? Just, so it's like a lot of changes are happening. And they just do the end of cool runnings for it. Cubby <laughs> loses, but the new day just like slowly walks a bobsled to the back. Uh, you ever hear? Why make him a bobsled? <laughs> you ever hear the Mexico story with Vince? No. It's amazing. So, you know, there was like uh, Hoovy and, and, and Super Crazy and, God, I forgot the third guy. But they are, ta oh, Psychosis. They're talking to Vince and they're like, we want to do uh, characters called the Mexicals and be like these cool, badass Latinos, which you've never really had on the show. And Vince was like, okay, that sounds good. And then he's like, how about... You come out on lawnmowers. <laughs> and they did. Yeah, it's called Juan Deer. It was Juan oh. Deer, and they're like, they're like, but we don't do that. And he's like, every Mexican I've seen has oh. always been on a lawnmower. Jesus. Oh so God. they came out on lawnmowers. I thought he was gonna say like a donkey or something, like some yeah. historically like a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> it's the craziest. Yeah, fucking Stone <laughs> Cold the... comes out on an ATV, and these guys just came out. On <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> what are you playing the Mexican hat song? And, 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 and this was it. Just start singing "Happy Birthday" to somebody in the audience. <laughs> this was in 1982. This was 2005. Oh my oh. god! Does crime know? time, fucking crime time. Crime time is rough. At least they well they beat up the Michael Richards character, I guess. Does anyone have, have a demographic like with. breakdown of like? What like you know like uh, how many black people are like what percentage of fans are black or women or Latino? Well, like very low next. for women, I think, still. But um, I, 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 you know, their their demos are really weird because it's like there's there's a huge they have a huge a Latino fan yeah. base. Okay, they have a huge um like now they have a huge like probably like guys like us like guys who really should have gotten out of it in mm -hmm, their thirties right. and smart marks I would say <laughs> still have like a, a big family fan base right. and then I guess there's still some dumbass fucking like. I don't think this. Well, I don't I'm think there's as many dumbass Republican Southern fans anymore because I think like after WCW left, they still have them, but like the, the crowds aren't as hot. What I'm getting at is this: like for instance, you have is the number of black fans lower than the amount of legitimate racists who watch this. 
I would say yes. So it's nah, like, you know, no, I'd say a little bit, maybe a little more. What so if, you, if, you little more racist. if you get Everyone's more Everyone's a little fit. racist. You know what I mean? It's all a little racist. The whole thing is very racist and sexist I mean, and homophobic. Yeah, 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 everybody. Even yeah. black but people But Kofi appeals yeah. to those old guys in their 30s fans because now he's been there, you know, they keep saying 11 years. Like, he is a guy that we remember and like a lot. Yeah. Like, will there be, like, I'm, again, this is, it would be deplorable to act on this, but is there, like, <laughs> if, if Kofi wins, are there people, are there fans who are like, I don't know what these, who, who these people are who watch this stuff. It seems no, there's not going to be like no. a race riot if you no. win. Not so race yeah. riot. It'll go to, people will be happy. People you know will be I mean? very happy. I, I mean, happy. Kofi's entire role is he is the Bubba to every Forrest Gump in wrestling. Like, he's oh. just there to die oh, and move CM the story Punk. forward. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was always yeah. the best. Yeah, and like, he's always been great in Royal Rumbles and ladder matches, but you watch every time knowing he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And so to see him finally win would be this incredible thing. Sure. And, and I, you know, I'm glad it'll be off. And didn't, you know Daniel Bryan would love to do that. He would love to job for Kofi. Yeah. On a big stage like that. Yeah. I just hope that I think what's going to happen is I think they're going to get stuck in the AJ Knox spot of like second or third to last when people are really tired. I tell you, man, you open the show with that. I think you open the show with that. I really do. You think you close it with the bet? You close it with Becky winning. You open it with Kofi winning, and in the middle of it. Because Seth's going to lose. It's so dumb if they have Seth beat Brock. It really doesn't make any sense. Have, if anything, have fucking Brock lose the next night to Roman. You know, yeah. Seth, Seth I mean, I'm sorry, I'm a Seth Rollins fan, but they have not if, if they have not booked him to win this strap. If, if Kofi beats uh, Daniel Bryan, does that mean that Kofi is, like, destroying, like, he, he's pro-global warming? That's actually an interesting thought where I was <laughs> I was thinking, you know, like first yeah. black champion, but you also like doom the world to. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it is an underlying racist plot. Yeah. Where his Vince McMahon is like, yes, we'll have them destroy the climate. <laughs> I think that Vince likes the New Day because, like, in his mind, those are black stereotypes that have always existed. He's like, they do love pancakes and unicorns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not even appropriate. Like you're like, I don't think this is a real stereotype. Yeah, dude. They, yeah, they like sack. They like they like instruments and call and, and cereal and booty and. It's like, yeah. I remember wearing a Bootyo shirt at a black comic was like that kind of looks racist to me, and I was like, this is the most dignified portrayal <laughs> of African Americans. Exhibit A, Kamala. <laughs> Exhibit B. Everyone before Kamala. <laughs> if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Saba Simba. <laughs> it's been bad, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. I don't know. I, I think that they're gonna have Kofi win. And I think the next night you have uh, you have Biggie turn on him. Give a fucking heel yeah. run for Biggie. You, th- you think that's what they you know, they're gonna do? You think they're gonna? Yeah, because I I actually I really like Kofi. I don't. You know, I I actually think that Biggie could like carry that title. Like in the sense that like Biggie's way better on the mic than um, Kofi, and he's good and he's more believable than Xavier Woods, even though Woods is really good on the mic. Um, so I think that a heel, a, a long-term heel champion as Biggie is more interesting to me than a lo- like as, as soon as you put the title on Kofi, I think you're gonna have the problem that you had with Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. where or Rey Mysterio, where now it's like, well, the underdogs won, so what's the story now? I say have Big E with Xavier as like an additional mouthpiece, like a Leo Rush type. Yeah. That you have main event Big E with this guy that they could do the tag matches with on SmackDown and stuff. And yeah. He could really hype shit up. And I mean, Xavier is amazing, like, as a manager when he's like the third guy in the group. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. Well, guys, we've reached the end of the show, but it's our favorite uh, segment, Gimmick Corner. Do you guys have one this week? Uh, Ray always has one. I know one thing. I know what my special move would be. What? Uh, if I go with the whole gimmick of me being like a, um, a mediator, a corporate mediator, I want my special move to be the trust fall. The you know trust I mean? fall? That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, what I would do is I would kick him in the stomach like I'm setting him up for the stunner. Then I would kick their legs from underneath him. Then I would go to bottom last rope and just fall backwards onto him. That's the trust fall. Oh, that's pretty good. I actually want to do it on somebody. I think that's the fucking thing. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure something out here. Well, maybe you get a heckler tonight. You go for it. <laughs> Capital wrestling. I'll be doing the trust fall one of these days. That's the first bump I'm gonna take. Mike, do you have one? Uh, yeah, Grave Meltzer. So it's like a, an Undertaker character, but I'm criticizing the other wrestlers the entire time. <laughs> 
Oh, man. No if match you, goes if you over see one the most star. awkward photo in history, please go on me or Mike's Instagram page with Dave Meltzer. Um, uh, I watched wrestling with Dave Meltzer. And it, you were telling me that. We'll, we'll tell our tell our fans. Uh, you know, Dave Meltzer, uh, you know, famous wrestling journalist, an oxymoron if ever there was one. <laughs> um, <laughs> the entire it was like watching Mystery Science Theater, but if the robots just yelled out the other things the actor had been in, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah, he was better in Japan. Like, <laughs> surprisingly fit though. Yeah. Oh, he's jacked. <laughs> he's jacked. I think it's like that's his one superpower. Cause he's probably used to people picking on him all the, the time. The only guy who sat during the national anthem. <laughs> and I don't think it was for Kaepernick. Yeah, Reese. I don't think it was for <laughs> Yeah, it's... Okay, Ray, do you have one? Uh, it's a tag team concept. Uh, it's called the Chinatown Boys. <laughs> But it's just two NYU kids who yeah. just come out wearing bubble, drinking bubble tea, and like yeah, wearing yeah. like those little cat shirts. Yeah, yeah. Selling Chinatown, and they don't do karate, but they're just like cultural appropriators. Yeah, yeah. And um, and they like throw like uh, these like weird, uh, like little pan. These I guess that's ripped up the Pancake Boys, but those little pastries. Pancake Boys is what he, Ray calls the new day. Pancake yeah. Boys. Um, uh, what did he call Baron Corbin again? Oh, uh, Coborn. C- C- Coburn, Coburn, and then yeah. and then the Ortiz brothers is, is the oh, says. Right. but yeah, so the Chinatown boys, and then uh, I don't know, they just they just fucking um, they throw uh, like rice, so <laughs> rice. Again. You gave up halfway <laughs> to that bitch. You just I saw your little, you had a little cat thing, and I thought of it. <laughs> oh, that's right. We do have a little Chinese cat here. Yeah, we just had, we have to get. That's what the thing is for the next week's episode. We just have to put strange objects. In front of here. Um, all right, it's time for plugs. This is coming out today, gentlemen. So, Chris? Uh, nothing. I'm just going to go to Ed Jesus, Cotton man, you have to do better at promoting yourself every fucking time. You don't <laughs> have a website. So I don't tell You've been on shit. Comedy Central, right? Yeah, you co-host Artie Lang's podcast. Shit. You travel all the time. What is, what is, what is, what is keeping Chris from... From getting to that next level, get Love a website. Uh, Chris hides. Chris hides in plain sight. Chris has a problem. All right. Chris is the fucking Batman of comedy. Where are you at, Chris? You don't uh, have money. Nowhere. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. Chris, Chris I'm, fucking, has money. I'm the Robin. He hates. He hates John Cena, and yet you can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm somewhere. I'm always somewhere. Go to Cotton Two One Five on everything. That's it. That says Twitter. Yeah, that's Twitter, Instagram, everything. Ray at Ray Kump on Instagram and Twitter. You can listen to the Kump podcast. Comes out every Thursday, yeah. and this Friday, the first inaugural episode of Our Love is Disgusting, my new podcast <laughs> with Lucy Steiner, uh, my girlfriend and uh, so you have two comic. You're on three podcasts now. Yes, I'm, I'm a podcast guru, I guess, or a mogul, or uh, <laughs> a tyrant. Are you gonna have a network called Comptown? <laughs> that, that should be. We're trying. Yeah, we're trying to get, litigate that now. <laughs> Mike. Um, uh, I I will be at at Caroline's. Um, you can probably see them at the Late Show. If you're if you're listening to this, you'll probably have to buy two tickets. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> my album uh, Mega Manchild is is available everywhere. So please listen to it, folks. Um, I'm uh, gonna be doing some touring. Uh, I'll have I have my dates on my website, but. I'm going to be in D.C. at the first weekend of April at the D.C. Draft House, so check that out. We're doing a couple of days in L.A., a couple of shows in L.A. June, I'm going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco. I'm also going to be at the Vermont Comedy Club. Um, I'm going to have like a poster that's just showing all that. My album, No Real Winners, here is on my website, uh, 800-pound Grill Records, show I wrote for, and Mike worked on at one point. Alternatino comes out this spring. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, please rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. Just to give you an idea, uh, next week we're going to be doing a new episode of The Unwatchables where Ray, Chris, and I have already, it's already in the can, but we sat down and we watched Giant Gonzalez versus The Undertaker. Oh, uh, boy. The end of Brawl for All and Bret Hart versus Music Man at WrestleMania 26. And then the week after that, just because we're going to be a little bit more positive, we're going to do, uh, Mike Lawrence is going to be back on the show, and we're going to talk greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. So uh, I'll see you all later. Have a good one. Bye.